Welcome to the Paper Talk podcast, where we have candid conversations with emerging artists and industry leaders about all things paper flowers. Through this podcast, we hope to continue to share knowledge, connect all of us together, and elevate the artistry of each and every one of us. Hello, I'm Quinn Wen. I'm Jesse Chu. I'm Priscilla Park. Our mission is to share, connect, and elevate the paper floral industry. We are some of the voices behind the Paper Floors Collective. Welcome to our podcast, Paper Talk. Welcome to Paper Talk. Today, we are chatting with our friend, Laura Ritchie, on episode 28 of Paper Talk Podcast. Hi, Laura. How are you today? Hi, Jess. Hi, Quinn. I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're fantastic. We were just talking about snow. (laughs) (laughs) It's like getting there. It's getting there. It is. Yeah, it is. Definitely. You guys get a lot of snow up there? Uh, We in London get a lot of snow. More than, oh, maybe more than Jess would but uh yeah we normally get a few feet so yeah it can be crazy but it's beautiful the first few snow falls so the first snowfall today (laughs) is beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah exactly it's it is it usually is like shock when the first snowfall comes and you're like oh it's so beautiful because you kind of forget what it's like (laughs) last year and then once you see it more and more you're like oh now it's like getting icy and but I, I think you guys get it more down yeah. London because I, you guys are closer to we're in a bit to, of a belt yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly so yeah Laura tell us a little bit about yourself you have a really interesting story um, <laughs> you do <laughs> I do uh, so I have a young son, I guess he is Sebastian is his name. Uh, he's nine years old. And then why I'm talking about this is it kind of plays into why I became a paper florist. About seven years ago, we he was diagnosed with autism. So that kind of rocked our world a little bit. And I had to leave my corporate job and stay home because of therapy and, and all different resources and just being with him. Couldn't quite send him to a normal daycare or anything like that. So I started uh, making paper flowers on on cards and embellishing them on scrapbooks. And I taught for a little while. And then I really started to focus on making paper flowers and got my first wedding. And then it kind of snowballed into what I do now. So I do paper flowers for a living and I'm happy. That is amazing. Yeah, thank How you. long have you been doing this? I'm going to say between six and seven years now, which that is amazing. Blo- it blows my mind when I think back. I'm like, oh, you know, when I did the runway show in New York, I was like, oh, what year was that? That was in 2016 really that's three years ago I can't I can't believe that or you know I I yeah so you know why yeah, it's because I'm you going... have so many orders in between mm-hmm. like you were yeah. just telling us that usually you have like 20 weddings a year that blows yeah. my mind that takes so much time and effort and I'm so impressed by your business savvy and mm-hmm. also your amazing beautiful so I don't know if you guys follow Laura, but she does cardstock, which is a little bit different from what Jesse and I do. And they are absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. If you were to thank follow you. anybody for cardstock, Laura is the one to follow. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I feel the same for you too, because I love your work. <laughs> well, you just have a knack of shaping yes. and molding the paper in a way that... 
I mean, I can't imagine because cardstock, it's like, to me, it's almost alien because it's, it literally is a flat sheet of paper. It doesn't have the grain lines. It doesn't have the same moldability as crepe paper. And then in terms of colors, like I remember having this discussion with you and Mike about how, you know, the colors, they only come in certain colors as well. And so seeing your work and seeing the, the amount of effort you have to put in to color them and to create them in a way that you can't tell that they're cardstock paper. I mean, I'm like super amazed by everything mm-hmm. that you do. Like you just yeah. have an eye for that color, for the medium that you use and how to apply it. It's just, yeah, we're, we're just all blown away. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Can we talk about your coloring medium? How do you go about coloring your cardstock? Because I feel like that is such an amazing thing, how you apply color to your cardstock. So that I think... Uh, has been my trademark, I guess, um, is how I apply the I use ink. So I use an ink pad, like a stamping up is the company. I really enjoy their colors, their saturation. So that's who I like to use. Um, and I use it with a an applicator, like a sponge applicator. And over the years, I've just learned how much ink to put onto my sponge and apply it to the paper. So that is my favorite um, way of altering um, the paper and giving it more realistic looks. I also use uh, markers like the Tombow uh, watercolor markers just to add some intensity. And then I can use water to mute it if I want or layer on top just to give it more depth to the paper. So people sometimes ask about what kind of paper do I use nowadays in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. Most of the cardstock paper is is now archival, so it won't fit over time. It will stay vibrant. The sun won't affect it, but you can also manipulate it with uh, water or alcohol and it shouldn't pill or change its structure. Hope that answered your question. <laughs> it does. It kind of opens my eyes a little bit as like, oh, tumble. I haven't really explored that medium as much. Mm-hmm. Usually you do the Copic alcohol markers versus so, the water-based Funny markers. story. In mm-hmm. Canada, um, as some of you know, we only have Michael's. We don't have the luxury of having Joann's or Hobby Lobby. So, or even some independent like Curry <laughs> or some like artsy stores and Copics it weren't are available but I found that the Tombow the brand new line is so much more available and you can get all the colors kind of like at once and so so I have 200 different markers all the different colors mm-hmm. and it's much more budget friendly than Copics are so you're looking at two two three dollars mm-hmm. versus eight oh to gosh. ten dollars for a Copic right and I do like the watercolor if I don't have the blender pen with a Copic I can use <clears throat> sorry just water and that works out really well which I don't think you can use that mm-hmm. with Copics so that's that's why I kind of went to tumble and the, the dual ends. One is a paintbrush and one's more of a fine, which mm-hmm. I think the Copic has that square looking end mm-hmm. to it. So I definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, I like yeah, the tumble because blunt. it has that more mm-hmm. fluid paintbrush feel to it and I can apply it. Now, funny thing, I don't mm-hmm. know why this popped into my mind, but since I've been doing plants, I've been using gel pens too. And that's been really fun to add extra texture or extra details is using the really ultra fine gel pens, which is great. That's amazing. I can see that. I know. That's, yeah, that's really cool. I think it's really interesting how you guys have a lot of different weights too, in terms of cardstock, which I mean, 
to me, we only, well, (laughs) for beginners of crepe paper, probably overwhelmed by, you know, what seems like a lot of variety in crepe paper, but there really isn't. There Mm -hmm. really is only like a small handful, small handful. Yeah. Like it's really like five, Uh, but cardstock, you can imagine there's a lot of different weights, a lot of different finishes, and you would have to kind of get to know and be familiar with them in order to properly, I guess, to use them to the best of their Oh, oh I agree. The first the few properties. flowers I made were with a hundred pound cardstock. So that's your basil, American, all those types, the 12 by 12 style. And after a while, your hands really start to hurt. So um, now I've fallen more in love with text weight paper, and which is about 37 pound. And yes, you are right. There's from 10 to 28, 37, 65, 67 80, 100, 110, and then you go up from there. So that has definitely taken a bit for me to figure out which one I really love to use. And text weight and metallic text have been the best or the ones I I prefer because I I can mold it differently and my hands don't kill after five or six flowers. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And the colors are are, are more, there's more colors in the text weight, which is kind of funny, but I do have to import them because because our mm-hmm. Michaels doesn't carry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. we only have Michaels. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and honestly, to buy like sheet by sheet, it would. That'd be so it's expensive. crazy. And, yeah. You know, the average flower, mm-hmm. if I take, say, Adelia. I'll probably send a photo, but Adelia that I do takes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love you, Adelia, by the way. I know. So beautiful. With the little yeah. red paint, like little red marks. Oh, gorgeous. Yes. Like that's amazing to me that a flat sheet of paper can turn into that. Yeah. If you guys are listening to the podcast, hop onto our blog because we'll have photos <laughs> of this Dahlia and you thank need you. to see it. It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. That one you only took me no two years to figure paper. out. I stumbled, ac- I stumbled across a technique. It was like, oh, if I twist my hand this way. Whoa. Now what did I just figure out? I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Just mm-hmm. a flick of the wrist from doing my everyday normal. And I was like, oh my gosh that's what I've been missing. And I'm like, okay, so now I, yep, that flick of that wrist just changed that whole flower. Jesse, six or seven years when I learned that flick of the wrist. <laughs> oh, you guys, no. I, yeah. It's funny, you know, even when I had the pleasure of being with you guys this summer and watching you uh, make roses or any of your foliage or, well, actually anything crepe paper. And you can do it with your eyes closed. And that's what I say. Like there are some flowers I can do with my eyes closed and you just, that flick of that wrist just automatically comes. So you guys have that. You just haven't figured out that extra little something that just turns the ordinary into extraordinary, which I'm not saying your flowers are not extraordinary, which they are. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, that daily, that, no, I hear you. It's just that little extra juice, Yeah, whatever it is. And it's, it depends on who you are and what your style is too, right? Exactly. But once you find it, it's like, and it's hard not to put it down. It's hard not to keep going, Hey, how can I flick that this way? Mm -hmm. Right. For another style of flower. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I want to know how do you organize all these papers? Because you must have a huge stash. Oh my God. Have you seen images of <laughs> or videos of her okay. like workplace? Well, it, it's a disaster like, at the moment. But yes, it, if you were to go into a Hobby Lobby with Michaels or Joanne's and you need see those paper racks of all the individual, I have seven, mm-hmm. eight, eight, eight of those racks, maybe 10. I don't remember. But yeah, so I have them all. It, it, 
people walk into my area and go, oh my God, it's like shopping at a store. And it's, it is like shopping at a store. That's the only way I can stay organized and see how much, because I can sometimes go through a hundred sheets of one color in a sitting, right? So I need to have, I need to have my um, yeah. inventory categorized in color and weights and sizes. So yeah, that's how I keep it nice and organized. Amazing. I do. I just actually redid my showroom uh, for my clients to come in and sit down. I definitely have seen an increase in my local local traffic, I guess you could say, where people come in and sit down mm-hmm. and they're always amazed. I hate to pat myself on the back, but they're always like, oh my God, that's paper. You know, on photos, it doesn't look like that, but in real life, holy cow, it looks amazing. So I've redone my studio <laughs> so that people can sit down see little glimpses of all the different things I do. So I have my paper animals. I have my giant flowers. I have my bridal bouquets. I have some framed art. So I have now a little bit of everything so that people can just see all of what I do. That's so cool. I mean, just... Having a showroom, which I don't have, but <laughs> just having a showroom just indicates, you know, how much work you get. Do you do, you do weddings, but what else do you do? You said you mentioned yeah. you have animal heads and I've seen those. You've posted those. Those mm-hmm. are really cool. But what, uh, what other well, um, commissions last, do you take on? A uh, few months, actually, I've been working with a party girl here in London and she's been using animals or heads or freestanding um, structures as just added pops of decor, which has kind of been nice. So it's been rental, which I like because I get it back and I can make money, more money. You know what I mean? So I have a rental, mm-hmm. a whole rental mm-hmm. line of giant flowers. So I can have not mm-hmm. a steady income, but a, an income that continues on the same product. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Love that. yeah, that's actually a topic that we haven't talked too much about. Mm-hmm. In terms of rentals, you know, flower walls uh, and such. What? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you drive everywhere for those. What do you find the most challenging? Can I ask you that? Like, what do you find challenging about rentals? And I mean, like the pros are, yes, you can use it over and over again, but I can imagine there'd be a lot of challenges. Yeah, there's, a, there's more yeah, on tears yeah. recently. And there, I think the reason is, is because it's the time in which you take the product down. So if it's a wedding... This year, I've had a few weddings where I've done just many backdrops. So I'll get to set it up the day of the wedding. But then they need you to take it down by 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., which I don't wish to do. So I make mm-hmm. my husband go and do it in sticks. And that sometimes can be mm-hmm. where a little bit of challenge occurs because no offense to my husband at all, but he may not be as as careful as I am. Or say the company, say it's at a um, resort, not a resort, well, a golf course or something like that or a venue and the staff take it down waiting for you and they don't care. Mm -hmm. I had a wedding this summer where the drunken wedding party took down all my decor and threw it in the back of a pickup truck and (gasps) it was flat paper once again. So yeah, so that's kind of, that's the Mm -hmm. challenges of rental. So my advice to anybody that wants to do rentals is pick and choose who you're renting to, what the time is and what the location is. Because right now I'm, I'm almost with this rebranding changing is that I want to only do things that I can set up and I can take down where I feel comfortable now. For sure. I mean, like there must be something built in the pricing as well. I mean, just thinking about the time, like typical, and I've never done rentals, but I can just imagine because, you know, we've all 
been to our own weddings, you need the backdrop at a certain period of time yep. before the ceremonies, probably before the ceremony. So people can take photos and what, and then takedown could be any time in the evening. So, I mean, if you're not in the yep. area, if it's not like a local wedding, you have to drive somewhere, yep. you have to hang around for five hours, take, you know, put it up, take it down. Like that's the cost yep. that, for example, florists charge for labor. Yes. And I, I don't know how you charge for it, but I've, I've Always. had pushback from that's clients right. who don't want to pay for that. They just want to pay for the wall, yeah. but, the, but then That's who's going to put it up? Who's yeah. going to take it down? Who's exactly. going to manage it, you know, and wear and tear as well. Um, so I, you know, I've never done it, but I mean, from your experience, what is, what's, what are clients like when you tell them, you know what, this is the price for the backdrop, but yeah, you have to, I have learned that when I do call out anything, I have to definitely break it down. Cause sometimes they get the sticker shock of, Oh, that's how much the whole thing is. And then I'll go, okay, well it, it's this amount of time for me to drive. So I'm going to charge you X amount of dollars, this amount of time for me to come back and do it. When sometimes once they see the breakdown and mm-hmm. you have to explain it really simply and then they get it. But yeah, push Pushback is definitely something that I get mm-hmm. more often than I care to to say because people expect you to do everything for free. And that's just not, mm-hmm. it's not the way it should be. And this is a business and they have to look at it as we are also in a business to make money and not to short ourselves. And, and that's definitely something that's difficult when you do rental. I honestly think that if you're doing rentals, you really got to charge more than what you think you should though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're, you're practically there managing it. Yeah. Right? You're like another, you're another vendor. You're not just a vendor that exactly. drops off the bouquet exactly. and buy, you know, that's it. It's you're there to manage it, supervise yeah. it to, you know, all that stuff. Like it's a lot of work to put up the eight by 10 or, you know, and usually they want something extravagant in the background. Thank you. But I mean, Thank I see you. the backgrounds. They're beautiful. Yeah. 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 They're gorgeous. You mentioned real briefly about rebranding. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, you've, I, since I've known you, you've been too clever design and I'm sure a lot of your followers only know you as Two Clever Designs. And, yeah. you know, you've got Etsy page, you've got everything branded as Two Clever Designs. So tell us a little bit about why this so, change in direction. Yeah. And that has been a struggle. And thanks for saying that. But that has been a struggle of do I rename my business as well as rebranding it? As in, it's how I'm going to present myself is, is how I'm rebranding it. I struggle with the change of name and you're right. I do have following, which I don't ever see myself as having that following, but I guess, I guess I do. And I do have that name, um, but we're, we're changing the logo. Um, and that has even taken me a lot to figure out. So I'm actually putting my face, not my actual face, but once you see it, you'll know what I mean. Uh, my face will be associated. Cause I'm like, well, both of you guys, I think you have your face and you want to be as- associated with your brand, which I was just my name. Mm-hmm. So now I'm putting mm-hmm. an image of my face with my name and just changing who, who I am. So I'm not going to be a, paper floral I think I, my name is paper floral artistry or something like that which I just want to be considered a paper florist mm-hmm. now so that so that people can mm-hmm. relate me to being just like a, a an actual florist which is what I want so I'm changing mm-hmm. um, how I present myself to clients that I am a, just I'm as good as a florist that's probably not good grammar but I mean I want mm-hmm. people to take me serious instead of being <laughs> you know not that I'm just just a crafter 
I hate that. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of people think that paper flowers are right, a craft. Right. Oh, look at your craft room. I'm like, no, no, this is my office. This is my workspace. This is my creative spot. I'm not a crafter. So yeah, exactly. So therefore, yeah, um, I want to mm-hmm. present myself at a little bit of a higher level. I want to show my mm-hmm showcase my work differently and that's all going to start to flow I hope in the next few months but it was it's just trying to figure out where I want to go in the future what do I what what do I want to accomplish mm-hmm. um, I want to do more realistic looking flowers I want to do more home decor and not just weddings which weddings have been my bread and butter for the last few years as I say sometimes 20 to 60 80 weddings in a year but I, but I want thank you that's- I want to do more artsy looking things. So that's kind of where the direction is that I want to go. I still want to do my weddings, but I want to do something a little bit more in everybody's home and accessible to everybody. Cause that's the number one thing. Oh, I'm not getting married, but I really mm-hmm. like your flowers. I'm thinking, well, let me do something really creative for you instead. So that's where my rebranding, mm-hmm. my changing mm-hmm. is going. I hope that answered the question. <laughs> yes, I love no, it. It does. What's it does. So exciting. When do you plan to roll it out? <laughs> That's a very good question. I've had my logo now for two months. Um, so I think in the next little while, I would say I'm hoping by the new year. January 1st is my birthday. It's a great time. Let's just let just slam it with, with all new stuff, right? All new content, <laughs> all new pictures all new everything so that's probably my goal would be January 1st I am doing a show next weekend which I'm going to have a little bit of the new branding new logo and I will explain what I'm doing to those clients Mm -hmm. that I've never met before so that might be a little sneaky peek but full-on I would say January 1st yeah thanks that's wonderful so as you go through the rebranding because I'm thinking about rebranding my business also do you stick with your colors do you like how do you phrase on to the next I'm totally starting from scratch as in color wise as in logo wise as in appearance wise as in even my um, business cards my pamphlet everything's going to be changed. So I want it all to be consistent, which I have a a friend that acts like my manager. (laughs) And she's like, this is the way it should be. You know, I look at all these pretty things and everybody hasn't so fluid and mine is not fluid. So I want to make everything look very fluid. So I want everything to be the same consistency. Now, I think it's going to be the hardest thing is to change my Instagram, which I probably won't because I do have a good set of followers on there. And I do see a lot of people go, back to my old photos or my very first photos. So I don't think I'll delete and start over because, you know, you can archive it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So someone was telling me about how every once in a while you need to go back to your Instagram and archive pictures or photos or posts Mm. that does not get a lot of comments or doesn't match with what you're trying to achieve. So go through and just right now, Go and delete any colors or things that doesn't mm. match the new brand, but keep the old That's one that smart. matches your new brand. I like that. I like that. And the thing is, it's it is. so easy to change the name that w- to your new name. Yeah, I have to. And as I was saying to Jess's or when I think maybe I've even posted something to her once, but I was going to change my name, but too clever it is out there and it's been out there for so many years that I think I have to keep it, which I had a whole new name. I had a whole new domain. I have everything, but it's now, I think I have to keep it and just 
tweak a little bit of the of the vocabulary around my name. And I think that's what I'll have to do. Yeah, exactly. Because the tagline don't want to lose what I have for the last five or six, seven years with too clever. So that's hard. I mean, you could do it like, you know, have a transition period where yeah. you're still using your too clever, you know, designs. That's but true. It forwards that's to a new true. domain name and it's your new name. And so at some point afterwards, you can just cancel your or pull the two clever design I think dot com <laughs> or dot CA, I think. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but yeah. then people are, it's kind of like slowly integrates people into the new domain and then it gains traction and, you know, like I, I think this is what work. I needed to yeah. hear. Yeah. See the friendships that we build. Yeah. This is the confidence that we need. And I think that's yes. where <laughs> the friendships have evolved and are so precious because I've been playing with that for a very long time. My husband's like, you need to talk to those girls, you know, these ladies, these women, these entrepreneurs and find out what they think. And bam, you guys have totally changed my mind. So I'll have to go back to what, what we had designed. So yeah, for sure. Call us anytime. We are yeah. here to help and to like bounce off ideas. And we don't have as long of experience as you, but we have a varied experience that we could probably help you give a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need that different Thank perspective. You. That outside perspective. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, I totally understand. You'd be like so nervous about if I change my name, is anyone going to know who I am? And like, yeah. I think it's overthinking a little bit from our perspective as followers yeah. and as friends. I like, think you are strong and yeah. I feel like the people that follow you will love you and move on to the next platform yeah. that you decide to go on to yeah. because they're probably previous clients that loved your work and now they mm-hmm. want to yes. incorporate their things in their home. Yeah. Take advantage of it and move with that and move with the time and become- Thank you who you are right now. I also have to say though, it's also because you're at the stage in your business, you know, six or seven years in, you have a very strong style in your work that if, even if you change your name, somebody's still going to do a double take and be like, wait, that yeah. looks familiar. That looks like Laura's yeah. work. You know what I mean? So it's not going to get, I don't think people are going to get confused with your work with someone else's work and totally don't know who right. this person is and they're going to unfollow you. I think they're going to know who is making, you know, these wonderful pieces because you have such a right. strong identity okay. in your work. Thank you. I totally so agree I don't, with that. Yeah. And so, I mean, Honestly, if they love your work, they're going to follow you no matter what the, the name is. And honestly, if they don't love your work and they do not follow you, you know, they start unfollowing you, then you know what? It's not your loss either because yeah. you really want people who who love your Thank work you. to follow you, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they're potential clients yeah. and you want yeah, those are the yes, clients and, you want. Um, yeah. I don't know oh, how, where this is going to fit into our conversation, but you know, the, since I have been doing more local weddings, I find that those weddings and bright brides are now coming back for me to do home decor stuff. So I'm growing more that way where yes. about five years ago, now, 90% of my uh, business was all online and shipping all over the world, like Dubai, Saudi Arabia. I was, I was shipping everywhere and I didn't have the local traffic. But in the last, I would say three, four years, I'm almost at 80% local where I was the opposite, which I love because now all those local brides mm-hmm. have become clients that are ordering things for gifts or for their home or for everything, which is where I want to be. So I'm happy about that. I love that. Those are really meaningful. give one small tip that I see in my Seattle community. It's really interesting. So a lot of the wedding industry here, they actually throw client party, which is really interesting to me because what they do is previous clients, previous past 
brides, grooms, they'll have bridal parties where mm-hmm. they'll bring them into like their studio and they'll actually have enrichment parties where they'll show them like, I'm going to show you how to drink wine. And they'll bring a winemaker in and they will, will just kind of like love them and bring them in as clients. And it just reaffirmed mm-hmm. that relationship that you've already built with them and bring it even more. And so not only are they having them have their wedding, but they're going to be incorporating them for like photographers, like when they're having their anniversaries or when they're having their babies, they'll keep them fresh in their mind to like think about them in different ways and continue on instead of just that big moment of their wedding. And which I feel like is so interesting, especially if you're growing your local, just loving your clients right now. Yes. They are your best word of mouth where they'll their friends and their friends will come to you and just building that up and loving them and making them That's feel great. like That's great. I love that. That's a great them. idea. I love it. Thank you. I do. And you have a studio. So do like, do like, I'm going to show you how to make paper flowers or let's do paper flowers and wine or, you know, something really fun where mm-hmm. they just come and have a great time. And that memory. Oh, will that's awesome. I love that really idea. I can think of how to, how to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> incorporate that into your, into your busy exactly. life. I know. Yes. <laughs> It is. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. I like that idea. I actually had a class here on the weekend and one of my previous brides came with a couple of her friends and she's like, now I appreciate what you did for my wedding after trying to make a couple simple paper flowers. I'm like, oh, that's great. She goes, I will come back for another class. I'm like, that's awesome. So that was, that was great. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. They are. Those are the best clients. Yeah. The ones yeah. that really appreciate what you do and hire you because of you for yourself or, you know, whatever, whatever you make, they'll love. Laura, let's go back to the beginning. In your intro, you explained how you got started in Paper Flowers. You mentioned your son who has autism. And I can only imagine it can be very challenging him being nine years no, old. No, he's nonverbal. He's nonverbal. Yeah, right? he's nonverbal. And I have another son that's yeah. 10. So having those two close together has <laughs> had its own challenges in itself. So um, as I, I was saying in the beginning of growing my business or starting my business or why I started my business is so I could be at home, be with him and be accessible for any kind of outside activities we need to do for him and paper flowers just kind of fit that criteria and I've grown my business around Mm -hmm. my family how do you how do you manage to do that because my own feeling is I mean from the outside it seems like oh yes you know you've got all these commissions you can do all this stuff you're really busy but the reality is like if you've got children you're pretty and, and you're at home and your priority is to either spend time with your kids or take them to certain activities or whatever it might be. The reality is you're pretty much working part time. Like you're not full time, full time, like, you know, nine to five. Like it's impossible because you've got breaks. You've got, you know, yeah. if Sebastian needs something. You got to go. You got to pick him up. You got to deal with that. So how do you manage to juggle that. I, I can't even use the word balance. It's kind of like juggle your priorities. It's, um, it's definitely so busy, a juggling act. I have to agree a hundred percent. It part-time. You're right. I think you hit the nail on the head with that one too. I feel this is my full-time job, but it's really a part-time gig only because I only have maybe, yeah, four or five hours, How many hours per day, in right? a day. And some days yeah. it could even be less. It all depends on how his behavior at school is or how his behavior is because I have to be within a room from him. So yeah, it, it is, it's a juggling act. So there are there are days that I am focused and I can get a lot done as, and I have an assistant that comes and helps me cut my paper because I can't get 
out or I can't assemble and cut paper to meet some of the demands that I have in short periods of time. So I do have, I guess it's almost a luxury of having an assistant that comes and helps me. It could be a couple of times a week. It could be a couple of times a month. It all depends on how the flow of business is going. So it is a juggling act. I definitely bring my flowers throughout the house and I make them wherever it is convenient. And as my son said this morning, mom, you've got your stuff everywhere throughout the house. And I'm like, yes, I do. But this is my business. <laughs> this is how I make the money to afford the things that we have. So it is a balance. It is a juggling act. And I do my my best to meet all the needs of my family. They, of course, come first and then all of my clients as well. So it is it is juggling and I don't take on anything I think I can't get done. And I've learned that where before I used mm-hmm. to jump at every single opportunity I can. But now I pick and choose. OK, yes, I can get that flowers done. Hey, you have a wedding in three weeks. Can I get that done? Yeah, I can. Or I would say, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. So it's definitely taken time to get to where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. You mean time to say, yes. be able to say yeah, no exactly. to certain projects, right? Because I know that your husband's also Yes, uh, I have that pleasure well. too that he, he is currently out of the country <laughs> right now. Um, so yeah, he does. I love how you say it it's is. a pleasure. <laughs> you know, I can do flowers up until midnight. No, um, but yeah, it, it's a totally different um, ball of wax uh, when you have somebody that leaves the country because yeah if something happens with Sebastian or even Max and I have to go it's like okay I have to drop everything to be there for my for my family because I am the only one and a typical mm-hmm. evening for I hate to say mm-hmm. the word normal but a normal child you know you could you could let the child play and go out with his friends or do those things in the evening but with Sebastian you can't he doesn't have that mm-hmm. database of friends he doesn't have that mm-hmm. ability to go and and amuse himself. So when it's just mom, it's mom, mom, mom. So yeah, it, it takes mm-hmm. a bit of planning. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Charles is going to be away for this week. So what can I do this week and plan around that? So mm-hmm. yeah. Your life is so busy. How do you find time for yourself to refresh, rebalance yourself for you, your family. I just went to Vegas last week. So that was about me. That was really (laughs) nice. It was a break and it was with a girlfriend of mine since I know from elementary school. And it was just nice to, I didn't worry. The first trip I've ever been on by myself and I didn't worry about my family or anything in it. That was a recharge. It was, it was wonderful to do that. I definitely don't do it. It's the, the fifth holiday or time away in 12 years. So I definitely don't take a lot of time for myself. I just don't find that that for me works in my situation. So yes, I drink a lot of cups of tea. So and I go for walks through the forest. So that 15 minutes <laughs> or that five minutes here and there, that's my refresh. But I definitely don't take hours out of my day. I just don't have that luxury. So no, it's that that cup of tea that tastes so great. Um, that is my that's my me time, right? Okay. That's my I mean, me time. <laughs> yeah. I would say like the yeah, good thing is that it. we that's love right. what we do. Exactly. You know, that we actually enjoy making yeah. flowers, planning, all of that stuff. Uh, we actually love doing. And like if Ugh. we were, if you were still at your corporate job or both of you, this yep. would probably exactly. be your outlet. Yep right? You're yeah. good about like making paper flowers. So we're really lucky to yeah. be able to do something that we're passionate about. And maybe that's, <laughs> and that 
also doesn't give us much time to spend, you know, on us. Yeah. But, but it, it makes me happy when we are making right. it. We are kind of spending like I put together bit. all that dahlia yeah, exactly. or that, that peony. Oh, wow. You know, that is my me time. I finally accomplished it and mastered it the way I want. So yeah, you're right. It is my me time, even though it may not look like the spa me time other people have. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> massage yeah, exactly. oh my gosh I need one but uh-huh. it, you yeah. don't prioritize it because like you just yep. Yep. don't have that you know that ability you know this is a funny story sometime I'll put on a Korean mask <laughs> and I forget about it and I fall asleep with it on <laughs> that's what I need to that's perfect <laughs> it's always something you can do yeah, like, exactly. It's, like multitask. it's always multitasking. Yeah, that right? is it. That's no. true. <laughs> Laura, it's Thank you. been awesome yeah. chatting with you. Oh it my feels, gosh. Yes, I like agree with that one too. Yeah. It feels like we're old friends and, it's, and we should do this right? much more often for sure. I appreciate you guys. Like I have to say, yeah. I was starstruck when I first met Jess and then I was starstruck when I met you, Quinn, this summer. And it oh was like, wow. <laughs> um, just a quick experience. When I was in Vegas, I met a follower. Actually, she's part of our group too. And and I didn't, I didn't feel that I was the person being starched. No, that's not the right way of saying it. She felt starstruck when she's met me. And I always feel very mm-hmm. normal and humble and that's not who I am. So it was, it was <laughs> nice to switch, switch places for once. But yeah, it's amazing meeting you guys and being a part of, of the paper florists collection and the group and everything like that and I'm honored to be associated with you guys <laughs> thank Aww, you so much you. I feel yeah. the same way about you honestly yeah. yeah we're all normal people yes. we live our lives we do our thing and yep. we have our we struggles have our, <laughs> yeah we have our own struggles as well yep. common struggles probably and uncommon yes but yeah no it's it's been great I think the last year too, you know, with the Paper Floors Collective growing and our community yes. coming together at these workshops, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Laura came to see me at the Paper Place last summer and I it was amazing. That. Like it was like, we were just chatting and it was like, it literally was, like it was nice. friends. we had so much in common. Yeah. And then seeing you again this year at our Toronto workshop, I mean, that was amazing too. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm so glad that we have these opportunities to go out and, and just meet up. And Laura, now that I'm thinking about it, yes. oh my God, we have to go shopping. <laughs> I was like, we, have to, we were talking about it in yes. the workshop. We have to go shopping. I'm at not going to say no to a Ted Baker run. I'm not not I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like just north of me is the Milton Shimmer Outlet and it has a Ted Baker outlet store, which no. honestly, it does, it, to me, it's not yeah. an outlet store. It's like yeah. everything, all of the good stuff. So yeah. yeah, we definitely have to hit that up. Laura, you're only like I'm an hour and a half from me, the mall. So it's not like a... No. Oh, yes. That would make sense because for me, it's about, well, maybe yep. 20 minutes north. So yeah, yes. um, we definitely have to make that happen. <laughs> but anyways, Laura, thank you so thank much you. for taking your time to join me and Quinn on Paper Talks. It's much. been so fantastic much. getting to know you, chatting with you, getting to know you and your rebrand and all that stuff, good stuff. And hopefully we'll be able to chat uh, we'll be able to chat with Absolutely. you again soon. Oh, I can't thanks. wait to see your rebrand. <laughs> I yes. hope it, I oh hope gosh, it lives too. up to everything. I really do. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye.